0: Season 3 of the Romance Class Podcast features an unabridged audio version of a novel by a Filipino author featuring a Filipino narrator. We do this to make the work of Filipino authors more accessible to more readers and introduce Filipino voices in more ways than one. Keep the Faith by Anna Tejano Chapter 6 I met James in college through the same organization that led me to meet my best friends He was a batch hire from the College of Business I saw him hovering at our org's usual table in the plaza where he pointed to Rain when he saw me looking at him Back then, Rain was still their resident family loner so she didn't even think of introducing him to us I saw James several times around the campus after that, but it wasn't until Rain's 18th birthday party that we got to talk, when we were assigned as partners for her cotillion. Our love story didn't really start until I was a senior and he had graduated college. Our org was running a relief drive for the victims of the last typhoon, and I was in charge of sorting the donated canned goods. It was a Saturday, and James had attended with his cousins, who were assigned to my area. I had a blast with them that afternoon, and we repacked all the goods in record time. The next day, I was in charge of the medicines, and James was there, without his relatives, assigned to my group again. He was there for the rest of the relief drive, and by the end of the operation, as we watched the last truck leave to go to its destination, James asked me out on a date. He's not going to be here, Maya said. It was the day of Mark's surprise birthday brunch, and Maya and I had just arrived at the restaurant. My face flushed. I wasn't going to ask, I protested, feigning innocence, but based on the skeptical glance she threw me, I knew she saw through that. Fine, I did wonder if he was going to be there. He was Mark's friend too, by virtue of association with me and Rain. Yeah, right, she said with a snort. She unfastened her seatbelt before pulling out a compact powder from her bag to retouch her makeup. I just rolled my eyes and waited for her to finish before alighting from the car. Right at the door of the restaurant, there was a group of friends sharing a platter full of fries, and I remembered Nico. He had texted me when he got home around 11, which wasn't too bad for a December evening. He called me French Fries again, and I really hoped that nickname wouldn't be a thing by Monday. You're here! Rain greeted us happily when we got to the small function area that she reserved. It was already set up, with one long table at the center, with about 15 seats surrounding it, and another table on the side for presents. I didn't realize we were expecting this many people, I said. Some of his high school friends, people from college, and his sisters, Rain explained. She motioned for me and Maya to help her with the banner, then climbed up one of the chairs, holding one end. Lissa will be here too. She's just on cupcake duty. I passed more tape to Maya to secure her side of the banner when Rain's phone, which was near me on the table, rang. Lissa's phone flashed on the screen. Rain jumped down from her spot, dropping her end of the banner. We made a face at her, but her panicked expression shut us up. Oh fudge, are they with you now? Lissa's thinny muffled voice from the phone was the only sound in the quiet room. Rain's eyes were wide, and you're just about to park. Oh, okay. Uh, Can you give us about five minutes before coming in? Okay, thanks. She hung up, and we watched as she took a few deep breaths before facing me. Faith, I'm so sorry. Why are you apologizing? Lissa just got here with the cupcakes, she said slowly. She glanced at Maya, who suddenly had this knowing look on her face. I had an idea what she was about to say, followed by a funny feeling in the pit of my stomach. And James is here with them. I'm so sorry, Faith. I didn't invite him, promise. But he dropped by our place with Andrew, and Lissa invited them. Oh, I can find a way for him to leave if if you don't want him here. Rain said, clearly distressed. I'm so sorry. Maya's eyes are on me, ready to spur into action if needed. My ex-boyfriend was outside, and in a few moments, I will see him again. We will be in one place, and this was my chance to talk to him after more than three months of not being in contact with him. Faith, what do you want us to do? Rain asked. I looked at her and slowly shook my head. Nothing. It's okay. Don't worry about me. I don't mind if he's here. My friends exchanged looks. Are you sure? I nodded firmly. I told you guys I was fine, remember? And James and I will see each other sooner or later. Better now when I'm with you guys than when I'm by myself. So that was how I ended up in the same room with my ex-boyfriend a week after I got back. Three months after our breakup. He was perfectly polite when we saw each other. He even said hi first. But he stuck with his brother and Lissa at the other end of the table. I contemplated sitting beside him for a while, but Maya pulled me to the seat beside hers. The other guests arrived soon after, and everything went by so fast that there was no time to talk to him before Rain announced that Mark was on his way. Soon, his sisters came in, followed by the birthday boy, and we all screamed surprise, and the party was on the way. I wished it was easy for me to get lost in all the festivities, But it wasn't, what with James hovering over on the other side. Okay, he wasn't exactly hovering, but I could see him glancing at me and I was so conscious of him that I almost couldn't stand it. But I was okay. Really. If only I could talk to him. My prayers were answered by the end of the party. Everyone was mingling in their own groups, including Maya, who was talking to Mark's high school friends. My eyes scanned the room and locked on James was finally alone. I stood up and headed for him before anyone noticed, or before fear could get the better of me. Hi, James. He gave a little start when our eyes met. I expected he'd leave, make an excuse so he could go somewhere else, but instead he smiled. I shook my head a little, remembering the photo I had been looking at last night. Except this one was a better version, because it was the real life James, the corners of his eyes crinkling as his lips curved up. Hey Faith. As if that wasn't enough, he actually leaned in and gave me a quick hug. Glad to see you here. I- yeah, I stammered, totally shocked. It's nice to see you here too. How are you? He was so friendly that it was disorienting. It was like nothing bad happened between us. I'm okay. I just got back from Iloilo. Oh yeah, Rain mentioned that, he said, still smiling. Rain told him that? What did he say? Why didn't she tell me that she talked to him about me? How was it? It was... okay. I mean, it wasn't okay there, but the trip went well. But I didn't want to talk about that. How are you, James? Discomfort flashed across his face, but he regained his composure and said, I'm good. I'm good. Better. We both turned around when he heard someone call his name, and there was Andrew motioning for him to join him and Lissa by the table with the presents. James excused himself and I stood there, helpless, my stomach churning so much that I had to sit down on the next available seat. Not even a minute later, Maya was beside me, her hand on my arm and an expression so kind that, I didn't know what to say or do except maybe bury my face in my hands and cry a little. Better? What did he mean by that? James left shortly after our conversation, shattering my hopes of getting to talk to him one more time. He usually stayed until the party ended, and I couldn't help but wonder if he left early because of me. Stop being so paranoid, Faith, Maya scolded when I told her about it when I drove her home. Remember, he wasn't even really invited to the party. But what did he mean by he's better now? I whined. Did he mean he's better off without me? I don't know, she replied. Maybe he meant that he's not sad anymore about the breakup. But he broke up with me. How can he be sad? Faith, you were together for five years. Of course he was sad too. He loved you, okay? Loved. Past tense. I went home to my parents' house that night. Atha Joy called and promised she'd be around early the next day so we could talk before we went to mass. I didn't want to be alone, so I hung out with my parents until my mom started talking about some people she knew at work. I knew where that was heading, so I decided to call it a night and went up to my room. I opened my phone and started looking around social media. The first thing I saw was Nico's friend request. I approved it, briefly thought of checking out his profile, but decided against it. Even if no one was around to see me, it didn't feel right to cyberstalk him again. I scrawled through my feed for a bit, then went to James's profile. The only new update was a photo of everyone yesterday afternoon, tagged by Lissa. I was at the other end of the photo, far away from James. I picked up from where I left off last Friday, looking at his photos. Some of them were still of the two of us, where he was tagged by other people. I sat up with a start when that fact sank in. James still hasn't removed the tags on those photos. The photos were not necessarily just us, but still. They were taken when we were together. It didn't mean that we'll be back together, but it meant that… Well, I wasn't sure, but it meant something good, right? I went back to his profile and stared at the group photo before checking the chat panel. My heartbeat quickened when I saw James was online. I never tried to reach out to him through chat because I thought it wasn't an, an appropriate channel to talk about our breakup, but I wanted to send him a short message today. Nothing too heavy. Maybe it would start a conversation. I clicked on his name, typed a message, and pressed enter before I could chicken out. Hi James, it was nice seeing you earlier. I'm glad you're doing better. Whatever better meant. I reread my message, wondering if I should say something else. Then there was a little sound, and I saw the word SEEN underneath my message. I waited for him to reply, for the telltale dots that would tell me he was typing something. But nothing came. A few seconds later, the green circle beside his name disappeared. James had gone offline. This episode was sponsored by Kiss and Cry by Mina V. Esquera. A figure skater and a hockey player meet again after 10 years in a relationship that never happened. But they'll get their second chance right now, thank you. Available on Amazon, Apple Books, Kobo, Google Books, and other retailers worldwide. Keep the Faith by Ana Tejano Text copyright, Ana Tejano Narrated by Jade Albert Help readers find us by leaving a review or a rating in Apple Podcasts. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any podcatcher of your choice. You can find the links to subscribe on romancepodcast.com. Subscribe, share, live tweet as you listen. Add hashtag RomanceClass so we can find your reactions and feedback. The Romance Class Podcast is produced by Tanya Arpa and Mina V. Esguera. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, email mina at romancepodcast.com. Find more romance books by Filipino authors on romanceclassbooks.com.